Hey, AGs, are you ready to add a touch of luxury to your home, just like the Real Housewives? BCC Villa Rosa. Introducing Home Threads, where style meets comfort for the ultimate glam experience. Picture this. Chic furniture, one could even say chic c'est la vie, that mirrors the elegance of your favorite housewives' mansions. With exclusive designer collections and a curated selection, HomeThreads.com has everything you need to make your space as fabulous as the housewives themselves and always at the best value. Unlike Joe Gorka's initial attempts at windows, perhaps. Now, I have to tell you, I know that Padma is no longer on Top Chef, and may her memory be a blessing, but nothing has made me feel better prepared to host future seasons and potentially even iterations of Top Chef Upper East Side Edition than the Henkel's clad 10-piece stainless steel cookware set in silver that I got along with a two-piece stainless steel ceramic nonstick fry set from Zwilling thanks to Home Threads. It makes me feel like I am finally ready to be a top chef one egg over easy at a time. They're gorgeous. They look great in the apartment. For someone like me who lives in New York City which with a very small space, what I have in my kitchen is important because guests who come to visit me see it. And I'm so, so thankful to have discovered Home Threads because now I feel fully prepared to make eggs a la Francais. Head over to HomeThreads.com today and live your best Real Housewives life. Go to HomeThreads.com slash AndyScrolls and get a code for 15% off your first order. Again, that's HomeThreads.com slash AndyScrolls for a 15% off code off your first order. HomeThreads, love where you live. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey, baby gorgeous, this is Lisa Barlow speaking. The show is about to begin. First off, have to say Lashana Tova. Happy New Year to all of my fellow Shalomers. Um, AG was going to be off today because I am a Hebrew. And as a Jew, it is very important that I actually technically forget the days of the High Holy Days until I'm reminded by my Catholic friends, which happens at every High Holy Day and um, absolutely every year of Hanukkah, I'm reminded because I get um, blue hearts and like little menorah <laughs> stuff from my non-Hebrew friends. Although if you live in New York City, listen, everybody's a little bit Jewish. Um, listen, anyway, 
I have to say, uh, Lishanatova, happy new year. Hope everyone celebrating, um, who probably remembered, unlike myself, Rosh Hashanah is a part of the High Holy Days in the Jewish religion. So it's uh, Rosh Hashanah first and then Yom Kippur, which is the holiest day of the year, the day of, uh, known as the Day of Atonement. Also known as the day when I contact Bravo HQ and say, what happened to the Real Housewives of New York? How do we get back to that? That'll be um, my Yom Kippur wish, which is not actually a thing that we do until now. Um, Listen, so I don't have a typical episode of AG for you today, but I do have a very special one. Earlier this summer, Damian Bellino and I held a live show with the fine, ooh, my voice just cracked because I'm excited. Um, with the fine folks at Looped Live, I'm excited to hopefully have a special announcement about AG Live coming soon. In the meantime, though, I wanted to share a part of that live show, which was exclusive to ticket holders who got the full um, access to the live show, the video as it happened. Um, and access to the episode following. But for AGs out there, in commemoration and celebration of this week's Salt Lake Season 3 premiere, I thought to myself, listen, here's a little Rosh Hashanah treat. A part of that live episode when we had none other than Viva La Vida, the queen herself, Lisa Barlow, join us, who, P.S. sidebar, I'm going to put a little snippet of video on my um, Instagram. She looked spectacular. John Barlow joined us for a hot second. It was so much fun to shoot the shit with Lisa Barlow. This conversation, the live episode, this online live app, was done at the end of June, which is important information to know because, of course, we ask her if she's attending Jen's trial. This is before Jen's change in um, plea. We ask her about rumors that she was on Ultimate Girls Trip, which we, of course, know um, from the cast reveal that she was not. And so it was a little bit of like a ooh moment in time, but there are are pieces of hot goss that she shares about her experience in the sprinter van. Sidebar, Lisa Barlow, not a fan of a sprinter. Breaking news. The number of lawyers that we thought she called, that lucky number six, was not six, was in fact a different number. And her experience and reaction to a change in alliances from some of her cast members um, potentially reacting to uh, some moments from season two and um, wanted to get her thoughts on really the alliance friendship friend circle that is Heather, Meredith, and Jen, which she talked about and so much more. So I am so excited to share this chat that we had with Lisa, noting that Looped Live was so lovely to record the actual live show for me and a half, just for, you know, shits and giggles. Um, But as a result, the audio is not at the prestige level that you guys are used to and that I know you love across the board, the classic AG audio. So just keep that in mind. Um, 
you know, I'm so glad that we have a record of the conversation. So I appreciate your understanding with some of it and with um, a little bit of uh, internet yada yada. Anyway, here is a real Russia Shana treat from yours truly, Dame Galley, in the temple, also known as the Clothis. Here's a conversation that OG of the Damien, OG of the Damien, that OG of the AG, Damien Bellino, and I had with Lisa Barlow during AG Live, which again was recorded at the end of June. But first time, AGs who didn't attend the event will hear it. Enjoy. I wish I were in New York with you. Listen, I wish you were in New York with me too. (laughs) I know we need to make it happen in person. I would love it. Listen, are you drinking Vita Tequila? Has has the iconic one of the best housewives businesses to have business on Housewives? Is that in your hand? Have you had any Vita tonight? No, I haven't because I have to pick Henry up from basketball, but I have my signature. Iconic. Yeah, I always have my Diet Coke. That's like my third one of the day, too. Light ice with lemon. I can't get caught driving to basketball practice to pick up Henry, like, tipsy. So. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's probably, we stand a responsible housewife here at Andy's World HQ. I don't mind trending. I just don't want to trend that way. (laughs) Yeah. What did you think of Kyle giving Erica a Diet Coke when she was too drunk on the boat to like give her caffeine to sober up? Do you use uh, Diet Coke to sober yourself up? I think Diet Coke is good for everything. I was actually dying at that scene because I'm like, is it a spray tan or body makeup? Because we all know like me and my spray tans, like I love them. So I was wondering, I'm like, what is that really on the sofa? And I'm like, lay a towel down, but it was really cute. <laughs> it was fun to see Erica messy. I kind of liked it. I, I mean, first off, you're blowing my mind. Do you watch all of the Housewives franchises? No, I don't have time to, but um, John is now, John's sitting next to me, by the way. Oh my God, um, John Marlowe, yeah. how are yeah, we? Okay, you should pop in real quick. John, but, um, pop in real quick. Hello, John. Hi, Jonathan. How are we? (laughs) So he never watched Housewives before I was on it. It was almost like the thing that he was like irritated with because he'd be like, I just want to go to bed. And I'm like, just go in the other room. Just like one more, like, just let me watch a little bit more. But I've always liked Beverly Hills. Like when Kyle opened up her store in Beverly Hills, we had our tequila there. So it was like so long ago. Like we were her, one of her bar partners. So I always had like a special place in my heart for the Beverly Hills franchise because I'm like, oh, I was there for a little bit, you know? Obsessed. Did you ever <laughs> interact with Kyle from a biz perspective? Was this Kyle and Shahida or Kyle by Aileen too? No, by Aileen too. So one of the girls that worked with me, her name's Helena. We did so many things together, you know, because I do Sundance. We do so many partnerships globally. And then... Um, she was like, Hey, I'm helping with this store opening. Will you like help sponsor the bar? And I'm like, of course. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's like for housewives of Beverly Hills. And it was still relatively new. I think that was like in season three. Was it season three? Yeah. So, and then here I am. <laughs> if you had a housewife act as the spokesperson, you know, discounting yourself in this situation, as a spokesperson for Vita, the person on the Vita billboards, this is the face 
Avita Tequila, who would you ask? Oh my gosh, this is a hard one. Hard I almost have to pick a couple. I almost have to pick a couple. Okay, I have to say Kyle because I think my tequila is on her bar right now. And Mauricio with his roots, I think it's like just kismet that like, and it's kosher, our tequila's kosher in Holy Land, Passover kosher. So I feel like that just makes sense. But I think we could pick one from like every franchise. Let's do it. Let's go through it. I'm on this yeah. journey with you. Help me out with this. Like help me out with this. So who would I see? You know who I think would be great at Atlanta? Um, Sonia, because when you look at like how athletic her build is, I'm like, she has to drink tequila because it's an upper and it doesn't have a lot of calories. So I would say she is a tequila girl. Um, I actually think Kenya would be a great tequila girl. <laughs> uh, let me think. I New think York. Like New Anybody York. Let me think. Um, well, Bethany did host our very first Vita Tequila launch party with People Magazine when we launched in 2007 during Sundance. Bethany was the one hosting, and I'd have to say Bethany. We'd have to go like old school New York and pick Bethany. Was Skinny Girl a thing at that point, or would you no, think she was inspired by Vita? No, she wasn't. Bethany's just like a brilliant businesswoman. Um, Bethany was so much fun. Like, we had a Vita lounge that we set up. Like, we did like a little mini install. Actually, it wasn't mini, it was like a big deal install during Sundance. And she was there all 10 days. Best host, so much fun, so beautiful. I remember her being with People Magazine covering it all. And she literally was like, I don't even know if they're going to use this, but I'm having the best time. And like, we have so many pictures of her. And there was like, award-winning chefs there. It was just so kismet. Then she had Bethany Bakes and we had a chef program. So I would send her like chef coats and tequila. It was kind of crazy. And then when she got housewives, I'm like, that's so perfect for her. She has like the perfect personality for it. And I think she was a tequila drinker, like an or like authentic tequila drinker. So it made sense for her to do skinny girl. What I'm hearing is that she might have gotten a little bit of an inspo from, from this time. Might I, have I would love to take credit for that. <laughs> I would love to take credit for that. But I think like she, um, I think she's just brilliant. Like I think everything that uh, Bethany's done is so amazing. I have allergies. Sorry, guys. Like I'm, I sound like B. Arthur right now. No, you don't. Like, you sound perfect. And we stand B. Arthur. So okay. you're, you're <laughs> so I'm you good company. But it was so fun being with her. And it's crazy to see how, like, we all ended up on Bravo. Like, it's kind of nuts. So I have a question, Lisa. So if we're talking about all of these other women from different franchises, my Instagram discovery the other day told me that potentially, theoretically, maybe you are joining other women from other franchises for a girl's trip season three. Can you confirm, deny, blink a few times? I, I, I can completely deny. <laughs> Like I, yeah, I wish, I think it would be so much fun, but I also think like with our franchise being so new, just two years in, I think it'd be more fun. Like on, like if, um, if Bravo wants me back for like five seasons, I think five would be five or six. I think I would like be like, okay, get me on a girl's trip. I think our franchise is so new still, and you're still discovering who we are. I think you're going to see a lot of who we are in season three. Um, like maybe some new revelations. <laughs> so like, I think it's gonna be good. And, and how are the miserable fucks doing? <laughs> okay, this is funny. Do you know, I was on the phone with my sister 
And we like, I have four sisters and we are all, I think, pretty funny and witty. Like everyone's like, oh, we should, we should come on the show with you. And we weren't even talking about anyone on the cast. It was singular. It was miserable fuck. And they made it about them. And I was like, okay, literally, this is so crazy. I feel like Carly Simon, this was not about you. You made it about you. And it was funny because I'm like, okay, you guys need attention. And I'm like, they're still counting LBs. One Lisa Barlow, two Lisa Barlow. But it was singular. There was, it was never plural. Um, and also, why did Heather bring Miss Piggy into the conversation? I'm personally a She's, oh. a, she's a pop culture icon. She should not be in the same yeah. sentence as Miserable Fox. No, no. I think Heather speaks in like song lyrics and movie quotes. And I think she loves pop culture. So she remembered that Brian Atwood ad. So I think it, she all she was remembering is the ad that it said Miserable Fox. But I was like, no, 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 this isn't about you. But like, to me, it was funny because I'm like, you're taking something I said and trying to make it about you to get attention. It was so weird to me. I think it was so weird. It brought up an alliance that I have <laughs> so many questions about, truly, about <laughs> origin story, day-to-day -day operational style. <laughs> Heather, Jen, and Meredith. Yeah. You know, I left the season feeling pretty good of, about, like, my relationship with Heather. Like, she sent me a text and was like, I'm going to be a better friend to you. And, you know, I didn't think I had a, an issue with Jen and, um, maybe my hot mic moment's still an issue, <laughs> but I was a little surprised. Like I was a little surprised. I think we should make garbage or a piece of shit, like everyday conversation speak. Like, I think we should be able to walk up to someone and be like, I'm so sick of you being a garbage or a piece of shit and like make it funny and not keep it dark. You know what I mean? Like, I think we should make it funny. I'm ready to wear like it should be a greeting. I, I will work with Christian Gray Snow now, now that we've gotten this sign up. We will be doing, he doesn't know this, but we will be doing <laughs> collections of that because I think it needs to happen. And also, I have to say, listen, not to take away from anything about your feelings about that being a part of show of the show and Meredith's response, but like, to me, it did not, it was not received as super dark. I, I mean, we did... Andy's Girls Theater. We did like a monologue reading of it. The people that I have heard from do not, have not experienced it as a dark moment. It was, of course, an upsetting moment. And again, would never take that away from you. But like, I thought also it was an iconic moment. So I don't know. So I, it's a tough one. It's a tough one because you have to deal with the, the fallout of that with shooting starting yeah. so quickly following. It was hard because we were shooting while it was airing. So I don't want to get in trouble. I got to be careful what I say, but we were shooting while we were airing. So it was like, oh my gosh, like it felt like a huge weight because I didn't even remember half the things I said. And I'm sure I said a lot about everybody because I was just like, I'm like, I almost got my ass kicked on the van on the way down. Every single time we're together, I'm getting yelled at. I'm getting blamed for stuff I don't do. And I had just got to a point where I was like, okay, now my feelings don't matter. Like, um, my feelings are offensive. And I had just had it. Our friends had their jet in St. George. John has cousins in St. George. I'm like, come pick me up. Take me home. Like, take me to the jet center. I'm going home. I was packing my stuff to go. And for me in the moment, I was just like, I'm done. I don't care what I say. What I'm saying, I just want out. This is like, like the shining. This isn't like fun. 
And I'm like, where are the twins? Red rum, red rum. It was just like crazy. Like, <laughs> so I was like, you know, for me, it was like a little tough, but I think there's an evolution of a lot of things. And some things I'm like, literally like, what the fuck? Yeah. So uh, Lisa, at the beginning of filming season three, according to the internet and what we saw, Jenny was filming with y'all, but then she was let go. Do you think any of that footage will air in season three? Or do you think it's like totally, she's totally wiped out from the canon now? Um, you know, that's a question like I have no answer to. Like, I don't know how they're going to um, edit it. I was actually in New York filming Watch What Happens Live. And that was my last, I think it was my last time on Watch What Happens Live. And right before I went on the stage, they're like, oh, you're going to have to answer a question about Jan Jenny's racist comments. And I'm like, what, what did Jenny say? I've been flying all day. Like, I, I didn't even know what Jenny had said. And then they're like, she, there's some awful stuff online. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is like crazy. And Jenny, I knew Jenny from, my son used to be in a private school with her oldest son. So we would see each other like at school activities, mom stuff. We'd go and get like, I was pregnant. She was pregnant. So I was pregnant with Henry. She was pregnant with Carlin. So we'd get some eats. So I'm like, I don't know Jenny that way. We've never talked about things that way. So it was kind of shocking. But I was the first one to talk with Jenny on camera and address everything. And I'm like, Jenny, you know, Jenny's an immigrant minority refugee. And so she sees things, I think, very differently than I do or you guys do. And so when I was talking to her, I'm like, if you said these things, you have to take full accountability for them, own it and, and be responsible for it. So I, that was my big thing with Jenny. Like, I don't like to judge people, but I was like, Jenny, you have to own it. You, and she was literally like, I am so sorry. I'm owning it. This is, I I'm embarrassed. I like, you know, she was talking through her emotions, but, um, you know, Jenny can only speak for Jenny. And I was like, wow. Like when I saw everything, I was like kind of shocked. Um, and you know, I just think it's like, I don't think, I think Bravo, when they aired the reunion made it pretty clear, like, Hey, we're done. So I wouldn't think any of that footage would air. And I know she had, I know she filmed with a couple of the other girls after my conversation with her, but I can tell you in my conversation with her, I was holding her accountable and she was taking accountability. Um, and she's like, I just want a chance to explain myself. And I'm like, well, you, you have to like, you know, this is serious. So. And I appreciate you sharing that. And I also think from the perspective of difficulty for a franchise that's still pretty new to be yeah. dealing with the difficulties that Salt Lake City is going through. I mean, it's crazy. Jenny, Jen, people with Jen in their name are, are really, you know, <laughs> doing apologies to the, to the Jen community, but you know. It was a lot like last season, uh, you know, I think like um, just going through the whole van experience, like unless you've gone through it, you can't understand the emotions of it. And, you know, I've always been like rooting for Jen and always like, you know, innocent until proven guilty. Jen deserves to tell her side of the story. It was traumatic for all of us. And I think, you know, it comes down to like, um, you know, you're, I guess we're all going to like see how things transpire pretty quickly too. So, but it's been a lot. Like I'm like season two, I'm like, how do we top season two with season three? And I think, I think we did a good job of matching <laughs> without so any more 
indictments or arrests. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, yeah. <laughs> without kind of knowing what will happen with season four, do you plan on coming to New York for the trial, which starts July 18th? You know what? I don't want to say anything about that right now. Um, but I do, I, like, I've always been super supportive of Jen. Um, I believe innocent until proven guilty. And, you know, um, it's such an emotional term. Like, how do I want to say this? Like, I mean, there's so many emotions that go into it because you, you root for people, you want the best for them. And, you know, I'm going to do my best to support um, but there's so much that's gone on. Like, I mean, you guys are online, you see. So it's kind of hard and you always want to like be there for people through their hardest times. But, um, you know, you'll have to see, I guess. <laughs> but it's also just one of those awkward moments because she's attacking you online while preparations for the trial are, are underway. And you are also a human person. So like, when this thing happens that obviously you guys had no information about, no knowledge about, there should be a little bit of an understanding for the ability to on camera, when you've signed up to do a reality show, be able to process and ask questions, let alone hold that person accountable without being looked at as hypocritical or a bad friend, especially when a huge aspect of the Bravo community is doing that in real time and then watching you guys react. Um, I, I mean, I don't have six lawyers on speed dial. I don't think that that's a wild thing to do. I think that you have every right as a businesswoman, as a person, and as someone just processing information to be allowed a little bit of grace in how you process. Thank you. I felt like I was doing the right thing because I hate when people are fake. So it's like, I don't like when people pander and I can't stand when people are fake. And if you don't know what pander means, cause I think that was like, I was told like I needed a, like a vocab lesson. If you don't know what it means, look it up. I know how to use it. But when people pander to stuff and they're like, Oh, am I, is this going to make me look good? Or is that going to make me look bad? I'm just being me. And in the moment I was like, during that time, I was like, you know what? I happen to call, like six attorneys. Actually, I think I called seven. Nobody was answering. And for me, it's the responsible thing to do. And then they all started calling back, like really like simultaneously. So Tony's calling, Ryan's calling. And I'm like, what's going on? And they're like, there's nothing on the docket. And like, and I'm like, okay, Jen's fine. Like maybe Jen's life is in danger because I think you guys heard me tell the story. There was like somebody that went to Ryan. I'm like, what if he's out and he's trying to get Jen? Like so many things were going through my head. And then it was like, to me, the smart thing to do instead of reading what was like starting to come out online as we were on this like forever long van ride, which I hate sprinter vans. Like I truly hate them. Um, and for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm doing the smart thing and the responsible thing. And it's being a good friend to her because I'm not pushing any false narratives about her or perpetuating any gossip. It's like, I'm going to get the facts. And when they all said like, Hey, there's nothing on the docket. I was relieved. We have um, a security team we work with that. Like when we do events for years, when we go to Mexico um, for our business. And I even called our head of security, Sean. And I was like, Sean, do you know if anything's going on? Because he can look into federal things and he didn't see anything. And then he called back and he's like, it's, doesn't look good, you know, but we were all still being like optimistic and 
you know, like I went through a myriad of emotions and I always said, I'm like, I'm not going to apologize for these, but I do understand like the, some of our speculations, not just mine, everybody's were, could be really, really hurtful, especially when you already have so much on your plate. And I think with me, I've always tried to give Jen a ton of grace. Like, you know, I think long-term and there's a lot, like sometimes I'm just like, okay, I'm going to pipe off but I learned to temper myself because I'm like, I'm thinking long-term. You can't have good long-term friendships if you're piping off all the time and just saying everything that comes to your head. It's not going to work out that great for good relationships. <laughs> Noting the question of grace, do you think that there's any potential to um, move forward with in some sort of friendship-esque relationship between Jen, Heather, and Meredith? With me or them together? Oh, yeah, no, with you, 100% with you. You know, I think you guys can figure out by now, like after watching two seasons and watching all of last season and even the reunion, that like I do give a lot of grace and um, I'm like amazing at giving first, second, third, fourth, fifth chances. There is a time, there does come a time where I'm like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and as a Sagittarius, when I'm done, I'm like totally done. Like we're done. <laughs> and, and I think that for me, you guys have to just wait and see. But I think there's some really amazing new dynamics happening. And I think season three for me, I'm like, I'm really getting to know these girls on a deeper level. And you are going to get to see more too. And I think that that's really important for the viewers because season one, I felt like, you know, you heard me at the reunion, stop narrating me. Everyone was telling me, you're mean girl, you're dismissive, you're a bitch, you're entitled. None of those things I am. And it was really hard to sit and listen and have everybody like say, oh, that's who Lisa Barlow is off of what somebody else said, instead of like seeing who I really am. And, you know, I've been around for a long time in this community and doing like a lot of things in Salt Lake. And I still have a lot of really strong New York ties growing up there and having my family there. And it was really bizarre for like a lot of our customers that own restaurants and stuff where like, I can't even watch the show because they're talking about someone I don't even know. And so I think season two, you got to see a little more. And I think season three is even different. I think there's a definite evolution. I don't even know if I'm supposed to confirm I'm on season three, if I'm on season three. <laughs> yeah. So I think for me, it's like, you know, I think it's like awesome. I think Salt Lake is such a unique franchise. And, um, I think you're going to dive into a little bit more about it. And I think, um, you know, I'm Jewish by heritage, Mormon by choice. And I think you'll get to see like, like my relationship with like a church is so different than somebody else's. And I think that it's important to show more than one view and, um, you know, like what's fact and what's like based off of culture, I think is a big deal too. But I, our franchise is so unique. Like, I don't think people realize like, Utah is like the new Silicon Valley. It's called Silicon Slopes. Like there's more tech gurus here than anywhere else. And there's like this, it's overly populated. We're on an up and up. And like, I think it's cool to see how different our city is versus other metropolitan cities. And I think you're going to get to see a little more of um, like our, like what Salt Lake really is, I think in a different way. Well, Lisa, I have to tell you, thank you so much for taking the time tonight. Looking gorgeous. Vita for days. <laughs> popping up. Andy Cohen himself said it was one of the best products he's ever used. And I think of that uh, every time I think of you. We need to get you guys Vita. I have to do a custom okay. bottle for you. Custom bottle. 
Um, Lisa Barlow. <laughs> I just tell you. And I'm recording right now in this office space here in my um, Upper E apartment. Would love it. We would be obsessed. And also the next time you're in New York, yada, yada, would love to have you on Andy's Girls and do a deep dive chat because I just think you're- I would love that. Very soon. I'm there this summer. I'm coming in like three times. We were supposed to actually be there this weekend. And then I have to do some work next week for my boss. <laughs> the only boss I have. Um, my boss is Bravo. <laughs> and Jack, I was just in LA with Jack and I can't even tell you he grew up like overnight. So when we started the show and doing the pilot, he was in eighth grade. Now he's going into his senior year. He's doing early, um, you know, early applications to all the schools. So early acceptance we're waiting on. And just having him in LA and watching him do all the things he's doing, he's got some sick stuff happening with his brand, with some people, You, it's going to blow your mind when you see who he's working with but I'm really proud of him. And I'm like, he is kind of my boss. And they think I am so embarrassing. My kids think I am like the most embarrassing person on earth. Like, I think Jack was like mortified walking down the streets with me. And I'm like, I'm like other people like your mom. And he's like, you're so cringe. He's like, you're so cringe. <laughs> I'm like, but it's kind of funny. But I, I will get that. you guys some tequila and fresh wolf. We'll get you guys some fresh wolf. But thanks, um, thanks for having me on. Thanks, thank Lisa. you so much. Yeah. And thank we're so you. thankful. And thanks for taking the time. We hope you have a great rest of your night. Oh my gosh, you're the sweetest. Thank you. You too. You guys, wasn't that incredible? Isn't Lisa Varlow a goddamn queen? P.S. I do need to slide into her DMs about that Vita tequila because you know the Clawfist needs it. I also feel a hankering for Kathy Hilton's too. I want to start a tequila collective here in the Cloth. Um, I'd love to have some. And I'm so excited to see the Salt Lake City folks at BravoCon, noting I think the only cast member not scheduled to attend is Jen as of right now. But honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if she shows up. I really wouldn't. I know that sounds wild, but who knows what will happen. I'm so excited to go to BravoCon, by the way, you guys. Um, it was incredible in 2019. I'm excited. I'm gonna. I'm sure going to do a lot of Patreon yada yada while I'm there, and um, maybe a special event connected to it, which you guys will hear about shortly. Anyway, let me know your thoughts and feels about this episode. I'm gonna post a little video from our convo because Lisa Barlow looked phenomenal on my social media on Instagram at Dame Galley. There will be a Satchel Spectacular up soon on the AG Patreon. And again, as AGs know, your satchels of gold are listener thoughts and feels, questions and concerns, named in honor of Her Holiness Kelly Clorn Ben Simone from Scary Island. And I love to hear your thoughts and feels, not only about what's discussed on AG, but of course, what we're talking about um, relating to Housewives, Apps, and OMG, Salt Lake City this week. What a wild premiere that's going to be. I know it. I feel it in my bones. I'm so excited to get your thoughts and feels. Please message me on Instagram at Dame Galley with your satchels and reactions to the Salt Lake premiere. Beverly Hills continues on part three of Atlanta and so much more. And again, if you want to listen to the next next Satchel Spectacular on Patreon. You can support the pod. It's the number one way to do so. You get exclusive bonus episodes and so much more. Patreon.com slash Andy Scrolls. 
Thank you so much to Lisa Barlow for coming on the live show and being so fantastic. To OG of the AG, Damian Bellino, as always. And to all of you for listening. If you celebrated Rosh Hashanah, Happy New Year. If you didn't, I mean, you're listening to AG, so you're like 50% of the way there anyway. Um, Guys, hope you're all doing okay. And I'm so excited for the next AG and to get your thoughts on this one. And we'll chat soon, okay? Talk to you later. Bye.